And we had the best economy we've ever had. And then one day you have to close it down in order to defeat this enemy. When, when things, things go, wrong, go wrong, knowledge is, is power. This is Money Talks. We're back. Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Bill... Uh, what did we decide? Three quarter bill? Well, that was then. I don't bill. know now. About eighty cent. We're, we're about 80, eighty cent bill. Here with eighty cent bill <laughs> and uh, the good doctor, Doctor Gene Hensler, on the radio show that he founded, created back in the eighties. Man, that's a minute. And ago. speaking of that, he is eighty. How about that? He turned eighty this yeah. this month, actually. Yeah. How about a great month for yes, you? Yes, I did. Like fine wine. I'm just getting <laughs> yes. better with age. <laughs> there you go. We had to we had to dust him off and bring him out. There you go. <laughs> you know, we got these we got these crises, Gene. How many of these crises have you well, seen in your is, lifetime? What this, what this is a crisis with Bernie. There you go. <laughs> well, it got passed. When, you know, it got the, passed. Yeah. Uh, when the when this whole market started to turn a little bit, you know, there were people saying it was because Bernie had done so well in uh, the in the in the. Uh, I, I, first polls. of all, I I believe if I was a betting man, Gene, and I realize we don't speculate on this show, but I would bet we're not at the bottom yet. Yeah, no, we <laughs> you know we just got the first piece of economic news this week: three point almost three point three million uh, jobless new jobless claims. Uh, that's that's probably the the tip of the iceberg, I would think. We're going to yeah, see a lot I, more. I, Troy, that was telegraphed really well. Right. I mean, there wasn't anybody who these traders, whatever they want to call themselves, who, who move money in and out, didn't know. It didn't surprise me that the market didn't go down when that came out. And that was actually what? Below forecast? Uh, that's correct, yeah. Yeah, it so, I, you know, um, I, however... <clears throat> I think the economic impact has hit now on the unemployment rate about as hard as it can because no one is open. Correct. Except for what's supposed to be open: drugstores, gas stations. Uh, you know, you could Groceries. the amount of money that, uh, other than pure takeout restaurants, it, 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 they're, they're done, and those people have applied for unemployment pronto. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. They were They're not going to linger. Yeah. yeah. So I can't think of a slow, you know what I'm saying, a slow process of people applying for unemployment. Doggone it, you need it. You file right away. Well, the first thing you do, you walk out the door when you're let go, and you go to the unemployment office. Right. Yeah, that's fair. So, Gene, look, you're a Ph.D. in finance. You've seen this, not necessarily this particular crisis, but, you know, in our boardroom we have a wall that's, talks about all the crises that have happened since 1900. And so while we didn't know it was going to be this, we knew it would be something, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. I sent something out to the, to the clients, and it, it's always something. We have a bear market on average, what, every six years? Yeah, roughly. And, I mean, to me, am I shocked that it's, it's, it's COVID-19? Absolutely. I remember sitting, standing in the office watching television when those planes flew in that building. Right. Shocking. Who'd ever thought of something like that? These things are always shocks to the system. No computer is ever going to work after 2000. <laughs> right. Y2K. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one I'm we forecasted you. that didn't come through, you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, so what I'm, I'm saying is, is that I'm not making light of this. Right. But this isn't 1918. Right. We've got great medical care. We've got a much healthier population. 
And for the vast majority of the people, this has very little impact on. In fact, you're talking now about how many people have had it and gotten rid of it, in a sense, who may have passed it on, but they're, and now they're immune. So it, it's people like me, if you're ancient, it, it's a very dangerous thing to catch this thing. And I personally have a, my own respirator and RN here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Just joking, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. Well, look, okay, so we, we've got a major shock to the system. Correct. We've we basically, you know, thrown a monkey wrench into gears that were just grinding away. Right. How long does it take to restart that? Uh, a month. You think? Well, I'm just simply saying is it depends on how he goes about it, but the bottom line is, is you say, let's say uh, our friend who owns the, uh, who, who owns the uh, re- restaurant at the airport. You say, okay, you can open. Now what? Well, I mean, got to get all his waiters and waitresses and the cooks and the supplies in, yeah, and everything else. So for him, he might be able to set it up in ten days. Your hairdresser can go right back to work, probably. Your haircut. But do you think everybody? Kind of do you think from a from a, a consumer standpoint of view? So let's just say I don't know. Let's 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 call it May first, and we get it all clear. Are you not gonna? Be like, hmm, I'm not sure I want to go to that crowded movie theater tonight because I'm still a little bit worried. Well, I will tell you this. I'll be at the club and running a cart and playing golf. <laughs> that's fair. I understand. Okay. In my case, there's instant turnaround. Okay, that's fair. And, and, and there's going to be a tremendous amount of demand. You know, uh, you know whenever you get I'm not saying we're jamming a minute at the office, but we people spaced out and we have less than 10 people there at any time. We're following all the rules and everything else like that. But all the women can talk about is who's going to do their nails. That's true. Who's going to give them a haircut? <laughs> That's fair. I mean, all these service kind of things. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I want to buy stock in nail supplies. Or something. <laughs> there you go. Because Sally the demand, is, the demand is pent up. Right. And if consumers have money in their pocket and they have their jobs, and there's a surprising amount of people who are still actually working, Bill. No, there are. Absolutely. You know, no one, we haven't cut anybody from our payroll. Nope. And I don't anticipate thank you, by doing the way. that. Well, no, no, no. Hold on. First of all, thank me. Second of all, oh, I was thank, thinking about cutting thanks, his. Bill. Yeah, I was thinking about cutting his. <laughs> he's just well, a, he's an insurance liability is oh, how okay. I view him. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but if you talk to uh, all the people who are who are supplying the kind of services we provide, attorneys are still working. Yeah. You know, I mean, doctors obviously are still working. Sure. And so what you're really looking at, is, I think, is manufacturing plants which will give the giant key to this doggone thing. And my suspicion is is that will be opened on, like, people in Nebraska start building cars again or in Alabama. I don't care whether Detroit says we are, we're not going to open up. If states, remember, they can veto this. The governor of Michigan can say, you stay in kind and you don't open those plants. Right, yeah, right. Okay? But I'm saying if you go to Alabama, who's got a ton of plants, down there, and that you say, Alabama, you can open up if you want to. What do you think what they're going to do? They're going to start building Kias. They're going to start building Hondas. They're going to start building all that stuff. You tell Tennessee that, they're going to do it too. Right. You know, it's very seldom that I would take uh, take my cues from China, but in this case, uh, I know that uh, Friday the 20th, it was reported that uh, their factories are back online. I, I listened to uh, CEO of Qualcomm this week talk about how uh, manufacturing has begun again in earnest with uh, cell phones and, and various other things. In fact, they were talking in China that 
uh, it seems as if it could be a V-shaped recovery, but now their worry is that we, the consumer, the global consumer, if you will, uh, are not ready and willing to buy the products that they're manufacturing. But uh, they were closed for, what was it, nearly two months, I believe, uh, before they got back online. Um, but uh, like I say, traffic jams and, and uh, uh, industrial production is, is back pretty much in earnest. Yeah, and, and, you know, the supply chain, it takes a while to fill it because, you know, they ran for a week or two without ordering anything. And so right. there's going to be a tremendous economic recovery. I, 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 I try a V-shape sounds like the only way that this, is, this will turn around. Yeah, that's absolutely. If it does, if it's not a V-shape, it could drag on for ages. Right. Yeah, that's that's what some are calling for. But uh, again, you know, it's it's hard to say. We aren't uh, uh, communist countries, so we can't necessarily. Right. There's, force there's politics about where the governors are going to own it, where the unions want to go back to the plant. Right. There's all sorts of we call exogenous variables to the national policy, and uh, but I think overall uh, we'll come roaring back and. Um, and especially when you have, and you know, politics aside, we have a president who's such a rooter, you know, and a, a homer and wants things to get rolling again, doggone it. Right. Um, I think that's helpful. Yeah. I, uh, Bill and I were talking earlier, too, and he made mention of uh, part of the the uh, government stimulus package that we got uh, is actually encouraging those public companies to get back to uh, bring their employees that might, they might have laid off before because in order to get uh, some of the the funding they they actually have to uh, they have to have the employees. It's uh, it's yeah we know, can, can't yeah I want to get off. into this bill Gene when we come back from the break. Okay. But before that I want to just talk about some things that people may not know going on here in Georgia. So we talked about the fact that last week that you don't have to file your taxes until July fifteenth. Um, Georgia Department of Revenue has automatically extended everybody to follow that same rule that happened earlier this week. Georgia vehicle registrations that expire between March 16th and May 14th are being extended. Um, this is May 15th. Oh, through, I'm sorry. I misread that. May 15th. So anything between March 16th and May 14th, you don't have to worry about till May 15th. Uh, anybody with Georgia driver's licenses that are expiring between March 14th and June 30th will get a 60-day extension. Georgia presidential primaries postponed until May 19th, and they are strongly recommending you absentee ballot. That's all I ever do. But Yeah, me too. Um, all licensed Georgia pharmacists now are permitted to dispense 90 days worth of supply. That's uh, a big deal. That is a big deal, whether you have a remaining refill or not. So, yeah. wow. you know, you don't have to worry about them calling the doctor and having to wait a whole bunch. The other thing that some people I don't think understand, and it's it's the way Pat explained it to me, is that Georgia employers are required to fill out even partial unemployment insurance claims. And if they do so, then um, it won't count against them. The feds will help. You know, like we pay into the ah, insurance. Ah, gotcha. Okay, we, I know, see. It, okay. As an employer, we pay in, you know, the SUDA and FUDA, right, yeah. you know, state unemployment, federal unemployment. Sure. So you pay into your account. If you don't have a lot of unemployment claims and your rate goes down, if you have a lot, your rate goes up. Um, but here the the feds that's are going to backstop you. But you got to report it if you lay somebody off. Yeah, you know, that, well, that's good because that that's uh, that's excellent. Yeah, you, know, you. I think I hate to say this, but you know, there's some thought going into some of these things that say, what can we do to make things easier for the smaller guy? Right. It does and, feel differently. Uh, that's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that really helps out the small businessman. No, 100. percent And it it feels a lot different this time than it did in 08, 09, At least from the way they're trying to solve the problem. Unless, of course, you want to 
have tax credits for windmills and stuff. But that, I'm sorry, was I digressing? <laughs> All right, Gene, so let's talk about the act that passed. The Senate okay. theoretically should pass the House tonight or tomorrow. I say theoretically because you just never know what those bozos are going to do. Uh, and I say that because I like Bozo the Clown. Remember Bozo the Clown? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, so that, I mean, that, was a, that's I think, a, that wasn't derogatory think, at all. No, I think our... our that was uh, the guy who was on the Today Show for years. What was his name? <laughs> that's fair. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think our producer is afraid of clowns, though. I don't know if you guys knew that, so maybe the conversation oh, turns ugly. Yeah, Whoa. I suppose that's true. So, so this is called the CARES Act, Corona Aid Relief Economic Security Act. They must have somebody on staff that just yes that does that. That's probably worth thirty-five million bucks, right there. Yeah, oh yeah, at least. So, uh, look, you know, they're we're going to just kind of focus on small business and what really matters. Um, I know they're going to bail out the, the, the aircraft carriers and Boeing and, and, you know, that kind of stuff, which is to be expected. Um, but th- they're putting $350 billion into the SBA program called the Paycheck Protection Program, which will allow um, people like us, Gene, to, to borrow and keep our staff on payroll or uh, on the payroll, um, uh, bars, restaurants, that kind of thing. So you're going to need to go to an SBA lender. Uh, they are going to allow any national bank who might not even be an SBA lender to lend via the SBA through this program. So you can pretty much go to any bank. So you can go to any bank. Yeah. Now, you know, this is where the sticky wicket is. So they pass everything. The president signs it on Saturday, whatever day it is. It's going to take them a few weeks to figure out how to actually do it. The Department right. of Treasury has to, you know, send the guidelines down. My understanding is they've been working on it. Um, and there are some some things that you can already be prepared for. Here's what I can tell you you're going to have to have. You're going to have to have your financial statement, personal financial statement, your financials from from your business. I guarantee they're going to want to see your payroll, right? How else will they give you the loan if they oh, don't know? Yeah, you know what I mean? Question. So there's things you can be doing as a consumer uh, or as a as a as a uh, business owner rather uh, to be prepared for this. So talk to your CPA. Make sure you got your financials probably year to date, but at minimum through the end of 2019. Uh, most of us haven't filed our taxes, so you just have to prove extensions and get your personal financial statement in order. I'm not sure why that matters for this program, but I will have and talk to a few SBA lenders now. They say it's sort of standard fare that you have to have that. So I'd be I'd be working on it now. So when the rules come down, you can go. You're right ready to, to go. Yeah, you're ready to go. There's no reason. You're to first in line. That's right. Um, there's actually two programs. The f- one one is there now. It's called the uh, Corona. Uh, coronavirus disaster SBA program, um, and Georgia falls into that category. But that's a different scenario than this because under the current under the CARES program, some of the money will be forgiven if you keep your employees on the payroll through what I'm hearing is September 30th. So basically March 15th through yeah, September. Yeah, it becomes a grant. It turns into a grant rather Correct. than a loan if right. you keep the people on the payroll for. You say September. That's not asking for much. Well, I mean, yeah, no, it's not. But, I mean, you know, there there may be some businesses that we're hanging on to start with, and this may be the death nail. Yeah. I got um, you. Um, but I think for for the majority of the businesses that really just want to keep their employees on the payroll um, and, and if the, you know, have no reason to think, like, you know, like a dental office that has patients. Right. And that, you know, they're not, they they want to get their teeth clean when they can, and they're going to come back. So, um, you know, that's a good thing, I think. And it yeah, will, it'll turn fact, out to be a, a, I got a phone call from a, a dentist. I had an appointment to finish off something, some procedure. They said only emergencies till after, till after April 16th. Right. Currently. Something like that. So yeah, that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I mean, the, the, you know, so you could right now go to the SBA and get under this disaster program where they'll lend up to $2 million at 3.75% interest for 30 years. 
Um, which is not a bad scenario, actually. Jim, yeah, I thought we, we, I, that's what I was just thinking of when I was reading it. I'm like, why didn't we ever go talk about this? Um, not that we actually need the money, but you know, that's cheap money. Hey, yeah. In 3.7, I take it, and I buy <laughs> wait one of the oil marathon packs. oil. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Get you some dividends. Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, that is there for you um, if you need it. And then um, this program as well. Now, mind you, this is the Senate's version, so we don't know what's going to come out of the House, although we're being told they're going to pass it as is. I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah, no doubt. They're, um, they're trying well, to keep... there's going to be a two and a three, so I suspect this might go through pretty fast. Yeah, well, I hope so. They're saying that uh, they prefer not to call the House back uh, from their districts. They're, they're going to try to do this in an unprecedented way so that, uh, you know, it's like it's an acclamation. They can do that. Right. Yep. Well, and, you know, part of what the loan can be used for is payroll, mortgages, rent, insurance premiums, and utility payments. So, And, and they're going to have $10 million per company available. So you, you've got a scenario here where they can really help small businesses out. Um, I'm not sure that all of that will be forgivable. I think what I'm hearing is it's going to be the um, wages. Well, if it's a 30-year loan, I don't see why it should be forgivable. Well, that's that's the other program I'm talking about under the CARES program. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so you got to figure out which one's right for you because you can't do both. So that's where actually talking to an SBA lender probably will make some sense. Um, there's also some tax provisions here. Um, the, the main one is um, so we can we can defer as an employer our share of the payroll tax for 2020 and pay it 2021 and 2022. So if we really, yep, yeah, it's a big deal. Um, and uh, there's no there's no uh, penalty. No penalties or interest, at least under this bill. Um, the other scenario is you can take your losses, so they're assuming you'll have losses in 2020. They're actually saying any tax losses you had in 18, 19, and 20, you can go back five years and amend and take them against the previous five years' profits. It used to be three years, wasn't it? Yep. 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 Okay. So there's some interesting things here. Um, it says creation of a new temporary refund payroll tax credit for companies who keep workers on the payroll during COVID-19 pandemic, up to $5,000 per worker. So, you know, that's real money to a firm that employs 100 people, right, Gene? I would think. So, I mean, these are these things will help, um, you know, along the way. There's obviously the health care provisions, which is going to help all the health care people. The, the other big deal, which I think was the one they were arguing over quite a bit, was unemployment insurance. And so they're going to increase the unemployment insurance by $600 a week for up to four months. Uh, above the state's unemployment. I believe in Georgia, we, we're at like 330 a week, I believe. Okay. I'm not 100% sure on that number, but that's a that's a big boost, right? I mean, that should pay some rent, you know? No doubt. That that was uh, the big sticking point uh, when we saw this thing on yeah, the Yeah, they wanted to pay everybody, done. didn't they, Troy? Everybody $1,000 a week? Yeah, it was something like that. They said, and people don't make that right. Exactly. Well, the the point was they didn't want to incentivize people not to work. Not to work. And they would have been making more in... Uh, in drawing unemployment than they would have if they had worked, you know, normally. Uh, the argument on the other side was uh, that certain parts of the country that the the amount, the original amount wasn't enough uh, to incentivize them because we have, uh, I mean, working in California or New York City is much different than right here in Georgia. Uh, cost of living is much different. Your wages are different. So, uh, you know, it, it was uh, a big sticking point. And I think Lindsey Graham from South Carolina was the one that started that. And then uh, uh, Mr. Sanders, as you had mentioned, oh, Gene, came through and said, you know, if they, if only one senator said no, 
uh, it killed the whole thing um, because of the the fact that they were meeting basically by video, uh, yep. which is usually not allowed. But they had um, Rand Paul and some of the others that had had they had already tested positive for COVID-19. So uh, uh, it was all such difference. But uh, you know, we got to see firsthand again how our uh, our government works. Uh, good, bad, indifferent. You decide. Yeah. Well, Gene, the other uh, the other other provision that really stands out to me for individuals is they're going to send checks out of twelve hundred dollars for individuals and twenty four hundred dollars for married couples, as well as five hundred dollars per children per child. Excuse me. Um, but One the income. Well, yeah. So the income thresholds are seventy five thousand for individuals and one hundred fifty thousand for married couples, um, okay. which will then phase out up to ninety nine thousand and one ninety eight uh, hundred ninety eight thousand. Um, so, uh, you know, that's going to obviously give you well, an infusion. Well, that's going to be a, a, a plus on top of that. can file for unemployment. Right. Or they and keep their job. And they... I don't, is it either or? No, you get both. That's what I thought. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not opposed to this, by the way. I, I You know, uh, I, I think that this will jolt people back to reality. Uh, people who, who own... A rental property, but it will say, hey, look, you got this check and you got this. Right, need to pay your rent. You need to pay your rent. We'll right. find somebody else who, who won't. Well, that's why, I mean, this makes some sense, right? I mean, if, if they're going to yeah. allow us as employers to get rebated back via the SBA or payroll tax or whatever, then there's no reason for us to lay off anybody, right? right. And if we did lay somebody off, then this gives you every incentive in the world to bring them back on the payroll. They're going to have some money in their pocket to be able to spend which means they can pay their rent, they can pay their mortgage payment, and then the system doesn't clog up. You don't have a whole lot of defaults. I mean, that's a nasty proposition yeah. there. And, and, Bill, I'd like to say is that there isn't an employer out there who wants to lay good staff off. 100%. They are so hard to find. They are so valuable. What about bad staff like you? Is that was that? Where, <laughs> I listen to us right now. I am overhead, man. Look at me, just like Lynn. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna break here for a a quick what was a shameless profit timeout yeah, or something. I don't know. So no doubt. We'll be right back. You're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.